We're back. This is episode 18, the final matter of frack. It's this sad. Is Jay. Yep, and with us is Tom. Hey guys. So uh, yeah, this is it. This is the end of the yeah. road of matter of frack. Uh, this so was I a little offshoot that started, you know. It was a little, yeah. just a little off the side thing. Yeah. So why did we start this? We started it because Mike had arranged a little bit of a. Um, of a dealie with a game zone yep. for a little hey how out. are you yeah mm-hmm. uh with the games but you know one of the stipulations was that uh, all the podcasts that we did that were posted through game zone had to be strictly games mm-hmm. and which is cool you know we love games it's how we all met and know each but other but we don't love like only games we're allowed some side action yeah exactly yep. jay and tom love that side action love to talk shit and Big uh, some of the stuff that we love to talk about mike is always just like nah yep. i don't like that shit or ah that's stupid or ah i'm gonna go play call of duty ah play god of war ah i'm bringing oh, some land shark kratos yeah i'm <laughs> cracking and playing with kratos <laughs> ah, it's the best 10 out of 10 ah. where'd those wakandians get that damn money ah, black panther i don't know who's in the building ah, shredder get me the turtles <laughs> you know exactly that's how we picture it <laughs> uh, yep exactly that is an excellent mike impersonation because before he Thank ever you. start opens his mouth he goes bah all the time yeah, <laughs> crack yeah. and and what a way to end it this is yeah. the last uh, matter of frack and they're always complaining i don't do impressions so i might as well start with a uh, mike and there you go yep. mark today on mic. your calendar <laughs> yep yeah so that's it that's what this is this is the last one and with that we're gonna have the person that uh opened up the first episode yep. with us numero Mark. uno better than the phantom menace that's what you <laughs> should call it way better than better the phantom than, menace. better than the entire first trilogy yeah well there are a couple of lightsaber fights here and there were pretty friggin epic they were, they were cool but still we've had some pretty epic ones too come on yeah. raging elephants uh we had uh the jaws of disbelief the apes still in disbelief over the apes yes the apes on. and that just started on hbo this past week uh, which I watched again, and it is still a heartbreaking movie. It is it yes. it hurts you right in the right in the feels. Yep. Uh, yeah. We had some Stranger Things that we talked about. That was a great episode. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. We saw the return of uh, Freddie and Mark, and a couple of great episodes. Still, nobody has heard Enter the Frack, and probably never will. Yeah. Um, we did get we did get a, a Black Panther episode pulled, which was awesome. Yep. But was not awesome at all. No, so, we weren't allowed. No. no yeah, no. no one's ever going to hear that except for the first 35 people. So yeah. you're welcome, you 35. We tried and, some uh, Twitch streaming. I mean, we're expanding out here. Yep. So we're going to come back and we're going to hit you guys with something really awesome coming soon. And uh, this is going to be the last matter. I mean, we're all frackers in the heart, and I'm sure you're going to hear that uh, quite a bit coming up. Post all the links. You guys will be able to follow us. Everything, you know, we'll guide you along. This isn't going. This isn't a breakup. This is just a reimagining. And we should hopefully, uh, the cast that will follow immediately will probably be a little quick 15, 20-minute games, and it'll be the final uh, frack to give. So here you go. Last one, matter of frack. We're 18, and we're legal, and we're going to go out into the big world. Yep. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? You're goddamn right. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Yo, hey. what's up, man? Hey. What were you going to say, Mark? No. I mean, Tom? Nothing. Before you start this, did you see the new trailer for Jurassic Park? I did not. Nope. And oh, my. I, don't. I, Do I've not just, watch it. I've just seen it your guys' reactions. It. Yeah, don't say anything. I, I, I'm just going to turn away from everything Jurassic Park at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I'm going to go see the movie regardless just because I want to see dinosaurs on screen because they're fucking cool. But oh, yeah. I don't want to see dinosaurs on screen. Exactly. That's what I don't. Even if the movie's like subpar, like it's still cool to see dinosaurs on the screen. I'll never forget going to see iRobot just because there was that scene with that the chief, the police chief, I guess, shooting this robot with a shotgun uh, you know, over his desk in the trailer. And I was like, you know what? I'll pay 10 bucks just to see that because that was freaking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like anything involving ninjas, apes, uh, robots <laughs> with shotguns. Hell yeah. And this, and, yeah, it's in. It's, it's, it's yeah. a real easy sell for us. Welcome back, Mark. This is going full circle here. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, Legal. Yeah, yeah. This is episode 18, and you were actually on the very first episode that we had um, of Matter of Frack. And you are going to now officially be the last guest of Matter of Frack. We are retiring it this evening. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yes. You're so, our, you're our uh, bet Midler. So I opened it and closed it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. All right, cool. So let, let's uh, go ahead and move into the meat and potatoes of this, uh, this show here. So Erie, Florida, it's been, what, a year and change? Not quite. It came out last September. Last September. Last September. Okay. okay. And I think that was our first. We were on, I think, either right before it came out or right after when we did Matter of Frack. So, how uh, did it do? Uh, it's done really well. History Press loves it. And uh, it's one of their best sellers, uh, which is, you know, that, that they did. They, uh, they, the average History Press book uh, we were reading something sells like a thousand copies in its lifetime. Uh, we did oh, that. Wow. We did that in the first month. Nice. Uh, but most of their books are, you know, like history of Gulfport, you know, the, you mm. know, the, the battlefield histories of North Carolina, you know, it's, you know, very specific stuff, you know, the railroads of, you know, uh, Kentucky, you know, it's just, you know, it's, mm. they, they, they're, 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 that's what they do. They love getting historians and storytellers to just focus on a little thing like that. They only, maybe five or six years ago started getting into the spooky stuff they realized oh mm-hmm. there's a market for ghost books and that's become their hot their new hotness basically and so you know that's they when we are when we approached them about it they were like sure you know we've got a couple other books in the works that are like that so don't step on their toes so there were a few things we purposely cut from it because mm-hmm. we didn't want to you know the more famous stuff we didn't want to hit yeah. and uh yeah, you know, and then we started hitting the podcast rounds. Uh, you guys were uh, definitely a part of that, and we hit uh, into the fray radio. If you guys haven't listened to that, that's I, amazing. Yes, yeah. yeah. uh, and uh, with Shannon Legro, she she was she championed us, man. She had us on three or four times, and uh, and uh, we're going back soon with her. Uh, we've been now on uh, Parasearch UK. I did my first UK radio show just a week ago. I just saw the link on that. And uh, you didn't you attend like a UFO uh, convention or uh, oh yeah normal something? See, we've been. Weren't you the... abducted into a UFO <laughs> convention? <We did laughs> That's get... how I would phrase it. <laughs> were they scanned him when they walked through? Yeah, were they like come with us? <laughs> well, it was it was in a Shriners temple, so I'm like, all oh, right, you know. yeah. And then uh, and then we did get protested by the Westboro Baptists. Really? Oh, that's how you know Which you made is... it. This was great because we ran outside. I, when I heard that they were here, uh, I heard the megaphone outside, and we were right by the door. And so I heard the megaphone, and I'm like, what the heck? And I went outside to see what was going on, and I saw it was the Westboro Baptist. And I ran in and grabbed Carrie, and we ran outside and selfied with them. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. I'm just, like, selfied with these guys behind me. And then I'm like, wait, i got to get the sign for the paranormal conference in it, so I'm angling my shot. At this point, the news has shown up. Uh, for Fort Myers, and, and there uh, you are amongst them. And they're, <laughs> they're, they're, seeing like, me, they're seeing me selfieing in front of these guys, <laughs> and, the, and the news crews just starts laughing. Uh, so they get out, set up their shot, and they're like, "Hey, can you go back and selfie again?" And I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" And uh, you know, the more the mer- better. And so I got up and selfied, and then they came over and interviewed me. Uh, you know, what it was like to be protest. I thought it was amazing. I'm like, they have the right to speak. You know, they have, you know, we're talking about UFOs and aliens. I guess that's against, uh, you know, their beliefs. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
you know, uh, you know, and that so, was in the fine print of the Bible. Yeah, is that yeah, exactly. With the guys with the UFOs, and yeah. strange books and stuff. Yeah, skunk apes are the devil. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so we remember were, when you were allowed to just disagree with somebody and you didn't have to do shit about it? Like, who cared about like getting up and protesting something? <laughs> like, oh, man, just be so, like, man, remember that those days? Yeah, be like, oh, good for them. What was funny was like four guys at first, and then by the time the news crew started setting up, two of them left. So it was just two guys. And one guy's with the microphone screaming, and then the other guy's just on his phone texting while he's holding the sign. And <laughs> like, he's just doing it for the girls. Like exactly. he's in the Westboro Baptist Church just for the women. Like there's yep. a girl he's had his eye on in the compound for a while, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna go to my first protest." And she's like, "Oh, baby, be careful." <laughs> well, what works is what works was is you know so we did that right off the bat. That was like ten o'clock. And oh wow! The thing had just started at ten. So uh, they were out there protesting while we were still setting up. And then, so by 1030, the police arrive and, and they, and they, and they leave. They, they just were like, okay, yeah, we're done. So suddenly at 11 o'clock, the place got packed from all these people who didn't even know about the convention, but because we were on the news because of the Westboro Baptists, they had a huge turnout and uh, they were expecting maybe a few hundred people and they wound up you know, almost doubling, almost a thousand people showed up at this little con and every one of them went into my panel and almost every one of them bought a book. It was amazing. It was our best show we'd we'd done. We've done Spooky Empire. We've done Tampa Megacon. We've done all these big cons and we sold more books at this one little half day con in Fort Myers that we thought was going to be, you know, just a, a goofy show. Man, it was crazy. You just sit around on your throne right now, counting your money. (laughs) <laughs> like is that what you do you're just like i need more rubber bands put these in stacks of fitty <laughs> Sh- shall i tell you how publishing works <laughs> <laughs> no i don't want to lose this illusion that's All right, since yes. you're not on since you're not on our cam right now that's how we're picturing you right now no that's true cash well, money it's pretty he's actually, liquid he, he actually has a nice stand-in for you instead of see like me i'm just looking at mark's little uh avatar right now or, or uh, still picture as oh, yeah. to tom tom what's yours on your screen i put on the star wars the last jedi they gave you like at walmart they gave you like the different covers and stuff so you are represented by daisy ridley on my screen oh, well that's you know that's that's pretty close yeah well you know <laughs> so if you find potato, me when you're close. when you're talking you can't see it but if i start looking lovingly into the, like the corner jason will call me out on it and just be like tom <laughs> Yeah, uh, on. on the insert of your book, you know, sometimes they put, you know, like about the author and then they put like mm. a little picture of here's the author. It should be you guys selfie with the Westboro in the background. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yes. Oh, man, we already sent in this one for this one, but maybe I'll save that for the third one. Yeah, so, that's but, uh, Yeah, no, we, um, yeah, so we, so we did that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, no, they did. Um, so we, you know, so we did the first book and it's done really well. And now normally they wait three years before they let an author write a second book because they want them to promote it for a couple years. They, they don't think once the person's, you know, if they stop, you know, are working on the next book, they're not out promoting the current one. Well, after a month and doing, you know, coast to coast AM with George Norrie, sadly, Art Bell just passed away for another sad loss recently. The original host of coast to coast AM, Art Bell passed away. Uh, just last couple weeks ago. And, um, but, uh, so we did that. We got on, you know, we started doing all these conventions, Spooky Empire and all that. They were like, uh, okay, yeah, if you want to do that second book, you, you go right ahead. And, uh, yeah, we're starting to make it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we did really well for them. So they let us do the second book and that's what we were working on until January. And then, um, now Carrie, they actually had Carrie do the cover this time. She did the logo on the last one because they sent us the last cover and it was just the state seal. And okay. we're like at Erie, Florida, creepy font, little skulls. Yeah. And and we we're like, uh, no, this isn't going to sell. So we said, give us two days to fix it. So Carrie used her digital magic and her artistic amazingness. And she came up with that creepy, eerie Florida seal that you see on our cover of Erie, Florida. And so this time around, they didn't even mess with that. They were just like, hey, Carrie, uh, you need a month to make the cover? Make the cover. <laughs> so. Gotcha. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, and then my see. servants made me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, or she had posted recently, I guess, an early sketch or yeah. a rough draft of this. Um, and it's really cool. I know I, I got to be honest, you know, this is Jay. So when I heard freak, when I read Freaky Florida, I immediately thought something else. Ah. And then I scrolled a little further down and I see, the you know, the state laid out and it's got all these different um, icons or mm-hmm. pictures, if you will, of I'm assuming of tales within the book. Correct? Yes, exactly. A little uh, it's there was a big thing in the 30s, 40s and 50s in Florida, the early tourism. They used to do these postcards. And they would point out the, you know, it would be what greetings from Florida, and they would have like, you know, all the sites of interest. And at this point, you know, this is long before Disney, so it was things like, you know, the Wonder House up in Bartow, and uh, you know, the Everglades. the water park in Nokomis where they yes. fuck the dolphins. Yay! <laughs> yeah, Silver Springs, where, you yeah. see where they filmed uh, Sea Hunt, and uh, you know, and it was just little things like that. So yeah, that's what we did. We went for that look. And, I, was uh, just at, I was just at Silver Springs in Ocala this uh, past uh, couple months ago for a wedding. Oh, um, beautiful place. Yeah, well, it, you know, change. It's a, you know, when I went back in the day when I was, you know, a kid, um, it was thriving, I guess, in its prime. Now it's con- converted over to a, um, like a state park. Yep, you the pay, state bought it. Yeah, you know, do a little donation and you can walk around it. Yeah, really weird. It looks like a freaking ghost, a ghost park, if you will. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty scary. Uh, it's still awesome, but uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, th- that's ninety percent of what they do there is weddings now. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. Pre like sun- parties, just like Got Sunken it. Gardens the down sunken here in Garden. St. Pete. Okay, okay, gotcha. Did the same thing. They, they, you know, that's a place. Oh my gosh, never would have happened in a million years anywhere else but Florida. This guy moves into town. He's a plumber. He buys all this land off 4th Street and basically drains a lake using his plumbing skills. So just call him Mario. And uh, he drains this lake. He tried doing that now. If you drain a lake without any permits or anything, oh, my God. You would, mm. Yeah. But he turns it into this beautiful garden, you know, and starts planting all this stuff and, you know, opens it up as a tourist attraction. And, uh, you know, try doing that now. You, huh. you, you yeah. would go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These seeds aren't indigenous. Well, Get no, out of maybe here. not because <laughs> things with the environment planet aren't real anymore. So you know, maybe, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, so. be, maybe they'll name the park in your honor at this point. Who knows? <laughs> All right. So I, I like I like the picture. I think the picture's cool, or the cover. You know what's happening yeah. here. I, I like the look of it with the different uh, pictures. Um, well, we have a, a couple. Uh, you know, you sent us a little bit of uh, the table of contents, so we had. Oh yeah. That were obvious stories that we had to pull really quick. Um, Tom has two of them, but mm. looking at this cover, I got to ask you real quick, but you don't have to go to details into the story about a couple of these pictures and what they are. So it looks like right past Tampa, maybe right in the center. It looks like freaking a castle, if you will. Yeah. What is that? That is, that is not Disney because that's Definitely at the wrong not. place, right? Definitely. That is Solomon's Castle. Do anybody, you guys know Solomon's Castle? No. Okay. It's about I an hour. I played the video game. game. Isn't that Solomon's about... Key? Solomon's uh, Key. No, this is, yeah, this is so key. much cooler. This is so is much cooler. <laughs> this is about <laughs> an hour from you guys, about an hour okay. and a half from me. Um, it's in a place called Ona, Florida. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, you have... That's funny. I've been here in the majority of my life, and, and here's another place of freaking Florida I've never heard of. Ona, okay. yeah. Florida. It's Ona... not even on a map that I've seen. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, it's about five miles from Bloody Bucket Bridge, which is also on that map. You'll see a big bloody bucket. Uh, but um, it's so you got a couple weird things right there. But Bloody Bucket, spooky place. Solomon's Castle is an amazing place. Uh, see, freaky Florida, eerie, eerie Florida was all creepy stuff. You know, it was like stuff that was just a little off, a little weird, stuff like that. This one, we wanted to put in a couple places we didn't put in the last one because they're just cool places that nobody knows about. Like, you don't know about Solomon's Castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing spooky about this place. There's nothing creepy about this place. This uh, artist named Ed Solomon, he moves to Florida. He's retiring. He's lived in the Bahamas most of his life. He does a lot of uh, you know, painting. He does classic sculpture. He does a lot of wire work. 
Uh, he really likes working with recycled materials. He grabs, it's yeah, appropriate for Earth Day today uh, that we're recording on. Uh, he, he, he loves working with recycled materials. So what he did is he buys this land out there. He's going to build a big ranch house. This is his dream. But it's swamp. It's, you know, it's, it's just deep Florida swamp. So he's like, Not oh, good I can't. to put wood in. Exactly. I can't build out, so I'll build up. So he starts building, you know, a second floor and starts even going higher. And then he sees the local newspaper is give, is selling the tin sheets that they used for printing the paper. It's, you know, they would, you know, fold press, you know, the paper uh, with these tin sheets and then they wouldn't be able to use them again. So they are selling them for 10 cents a sheet. So he runs down, buys 300 of them. People, and they were saying, you know, use this to fix up your shed, you know, or whatever. So he starts wall making the walls of this house he's building with that. And he just keeps going up and up. And he eventually builds this shining aluminum castle in the middle of Florida. And it's where, and the first floor is where he keeps all his art. Wow. And, okay. uh, uh, I see it now, a picture of it now. Yeah. It looks like made of aluminum foil. It's amazing, right? You look at in this Florida sun, it's almost yeah. blinding. Um, and then he's got state, he's a stained glass master. So all the windows are stained glass. They're all like one set of windows is nothing but the Zodiac, uh, and, but then he also has this wicked sense of humor, uh, very strong with puns. So everything has a pun to it. He's got like all these guys in armor with swords standing outside. And everybody's uh -huh. like, uh, you know, is that, you know, what are, is that your army? He's like, no, that's my fencing. <laughs> I like this guy already. Yeah, exactly. There's a, <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, inside there's a board. Uh, with all these uh, dinosaur carvings on it. And he's like, we were too poor to make Jurassic Park, so we made Jurassic Plank. And it's, oh, it's all stuff like that. And he's, you know, built guns and trains and statues. Sounds like Fort it sounds like this guy's designed Fortnite. Like, exactly. you just build up. Oh, if you, <laughs> like, if you, if you see his picture, if you see his picture here, he definitely looks like a builder. It's funny. He does. It, it, he clearly old a school. A builder? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, these that? big old goggles, and he's yep. he, uh, got a, some sort of tool that he's holding. And, of course, right next to him, it says, cash or checks only. No yes. credit cards. I mean, who, okay. who still takes checks? You know? Well, the, oh, the, this guy. Sadly, this guy. He, he passed away a couple years oh. ago. Oh, okay. uh, August 2016. And uh, his daughter and his uh, uh, granddaughter are still running the place, and uh, are still running the place. And uh, they've got a boat. He built a boat next to it. A bit, you know. And he, this guy doesn't do anything small. He built a giant Spanish galleon beside his castle. So it's the boat in the moat, uh, and that's their restaurant. They have a restaurant in there where they serve food because they're in the middle of nowhere. And people are like, "Oh, I need something to eat while I'm here." My, uh, one of the things that, you know, the restrooms there have a big rooms to go sign over it, which I thought was fantastic. Um, and uh, he built a lighthouse next to it and he made it out of balsa wood. So it would be a light house. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, 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 hi it's got a, it's got a nature trail uh, behind it uh, that you can go wander through. It's a beautiful place. They have weddings there a lot. They you can uh, rent the uh, top floor of the castle. There is no cell reception there because they are in the middle of the freaking swamp. Uh, so, uh, but they do have Wi-Fi. So there you go. Huh. Interesting. All right. Yeah. No, I didn't even know about. It. That's pretty cool. Definitely worth a day trip. It's awesome. All right. Cool. So a couple of the other things. There's something about a highway. What was it, Tom? The um... the I four. I that that's crazy how many deaths are on I it's like the most dangerous like highway in America isn't it hasn't it been it, voted that before I think it's up there I think it's definitely in the top five but there's a quarter mile stretch just past Samford eastbound towards Daytona you just pass the Lake Monroe Bridge and you're no, crossing Lake Monroe. I'm going there this summer now, <laughs> now I'm gonna be all freaked out okay that quarter mile stretch of road has more deaths than the entire rest of I-4 put together. Wow. Entire history. That's wow. including like the Tampa interchange, the Orlando interchange. 
I four sucks. Like I, driving on I four is the worst thing. Like I don't know how to describe it. It's like, isn't the speed limit only like fifty five or sixty five? But you never ever see anybody going that speed. No, it's seventy, you know, but it's everybody 70, does. Yeah. It's seventy, but oh, everybody man. does eighty five, ninety on it. So yeah, the only but, uh, the only people you see slower than that are the people that are pulled over, and there are tons of people pulled over on I four all day. Okay, well, what happened was. Lake Monroe, uh, on one side of the you know, of Lake Monroe, was a city called Lake Monroe. Imagine that. On the other side, they start a colony. It's a lot of Dutch and German immigrants in that area. If you ever go to downtown Sanford, it's like all German bakeries and lederhosen and all this other crazy stuff. And you're like, oh my gosh, if I walked into Berlin. Uh, Volkswagens. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of German immigrants and they're very proud of their heritage. But, uh, you know, so there was this one starter colony across the bridge from them and they started up and immediately got hit with the wonderful thing that wipes out half of Florida back in the day, yellow fever. And it wipes out everybody, including the, the, the preacher first. And then it wipes out this family. Now, the problem is there's no one to give last rites to this family. That's the legend. So they are buried just over here in this little plot of land. Now, this part of the land falls into uh, another family's hands, and they start farming the land around it, and they see this little cemetery, and they decide, you know, they're going to be good. They don't decide not to disturb it, and they, you know, plot around, plant around it and all that, and at one point, they have to move the fence near it, and the minute they touched it, their house burned down. So they're like, okay, maybe it's coincidence, but let's be nice to these graves. Let's be extra nice to these graves. So uh, a little bit later, they lease the, that section of farmland to a sublease it to a guy. And he decides he's just going to plow over him. And the oh. minute he starts, his tractor breaks and it flies up and almost cuts his arm off. A piece of his tractor flies up and almost cuts his arm off. So he's like, okay. They're like, we told you don't do this. So, uh, so anyway, the land stays in this family, you know, family for years. And, uh, the guy who, one of our grandfather that inspired us into this is a guy named Charlie Carlson. He did a book back in the eighties called weird, weird Florida. And in fact, this whole eerie Florida, freaky Florida came from us trying to work with him to update it. Uh, but, uh, he had passed away and right before he passed away, he told us, you know, just go with it, you know, enjoy um, and so, but it was his family, one, a, member, a relative of him that owned this property when it got eminent domained by the state of Florida to build I-4. And so he told them, Hey, what, you've got to move these graves before you start digging because who knows what's going to happen. So they said, Oh yeah, sure, sure. But, and he said he lived, you know, right near there. So he kept waiting for him to move it. They never did. And they started bulldozing. Now, the minute they start bulldozing, this was Hurricane Donna was strolling along the south of Florida at this point, and suddenly she changes course and moves straight up the state, beeline straight for that stretch of land, the I-4 dead zone. At this point, it's been called Deadly Donna because, you know, how most hurricanes, we're so used to them, they hit the, they hit the land, they slow down, you know, they stop, you know, stop being so deadly. This one actually gains intensity as it scro scrolls up the state, and it oh, wow. you know, and it kills a few people. It hits that I four dead zone, and they are delayed construction for like six months. And uh, oh, wow. and so when it finally opens, first day it opens, a tractor trailer jackknifes right there, spilling. I forget what it was, something terrible, and there's like two car accidents. Of the first fatality. The first day it opens. And since then, it's had nothing but disaster, disaster, disaster. And uh, what was it? That when they went to repave it uh, a few years ago, that was the year Bonnie and Charlie. Remember that year we had the three hurricanes right in a row? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. They all went straight for that. That was right when they were repaving that. And again, delayed construction for months on that area, too. So that was so famous that the Weather Channel did a special on the I-4 dead zone because so many hurricanes had, you know, had, had gone to that area. 
Okay, I'm looking at the map now, and yeah, that's right across. Yep. Wow. So when you're driving I-4, and you pass Sanford, you know, keep it easy till you hit Casadega, then you'll be fine. <laughs> well, Casadega, that's another one. That's where all the psychics and yeah. the, uh, the gypsies and all that yep. stuff. And the devil's chair. Yeah, okay, I remember you talked about that one. Yeah, that, that was, was in the last the first one. book. That's in the first book, yep. Yeah. So once you hit the devil's chair, you're safe from the I-4 dead zone. Jeez. <laughs> that's crazy. So they ultimately they did bulldoze all that stuff and the graves were lost. Are buried under there. They're still convinced. Uh, Charlie went to his grave, convinced that those graves were still down there. <sighs> we're going to go ahead and move forward. Let me see. What is this <laughs> next thing? <laughs> that is the oh, second man. time something weird has happened. This While talking, talking about, about your story, stuff, man, yeah, that man. happened with earlier tonight when I was reading up on some of these stories. My lights flickered, and then my car alarm was just going off, and I don't know. Robert did it. It might be. I, I was thinking his name, but I didn't want to say. It. Didn't get permission. <laughs> You're gonna say Chucky? No, no, I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just gonna let it go. But he yeah. thought it. He said it. Yeah. Yes. I got. I, we we went uh, when we went to visit Robert last time. They have a new uh, mini Robert that you can get and it's they used to have these little mini roberts they were little plushy and they were not very good uh but they now have these new ones that are super you know really well built and all that so we he's become our booth babe we take him around to the cons and it's so funny to see the kids who know him you know who read about him or seen youtube videos or whatever they all go oh my god that's robert that's Robert. Oh my God. Yo, don't take his picture. Don't take his picture. You know, they're, they're stopping their parents from taking his picture and stuff. It's so funny. That'd be so fun to take your kid to something like that. Be like, remember the monster under your bed? It's right here. And like, point to him. Like, all right. So where were we at the story? The dead zone? No, we've moved past that. We're not going to talk uh, about that anymore. Yeah. That was yeah, weird. Sorry. It's dead. It was. It's dead. So now. we're going we're gonna to right. move something that sounds equally as awesome. Devil school. Oh, the Devil's Skull. That's when okay, the lights is... flickered in my house oh, when I was reading about that. It's up in Jacksonville. Uh, it is uh, used to be called Public School Number 4. Uh, then it became I, the... I hate it already. Then it became <laughs> the uh, Annie Little School. Uh, and uh, it's this beautiful Doric columns. It looks amazing. It's uh, incredible. And when you're on I-95... Just past I-10, or just before I-10, going north, if you get stuck in Jacksonville traffic, you're going to be sitting there staring right next, you know, just a little down under the overpass, is this giant, creepy-looking school. And everybody has a story about it. Everybody's like, oh, it was, you know, Satan worshippers uh, were running the school and were eating yeah. the children. Yeah, uh, the cannibalism stuff. That cannibalism. was so crazy. That they would put them on hooks and, yes. like, let them sit. Yeah. That's confirmed or that's rumored? No, these are all rumored. rumored. These are all rumored. Yeah. Uh, there was like, like, they found meat hooks in it or something like that. Like, that's there's, weird. There's lots of crazy graffiti in there, of course, over the years since it's been abandoned. Uh, the roof is missing. So there was a rumor that the boiler exploded and killed everybody and scarred the janitor. And he haunted the halls, killing students. I think somebody watched a little too much nightmare before uh, nightmare on elm street but did those um, legends start before that though that's the question that's it's like how Ro uh, robert was the inspiration for chucky many think jacksonville's school was the uh inspiration for freddie uh huh. so um and uh are there confirmed are there confirmed deaths and people that were murdered in, in this building in these buildings here it got burned down what in the 70s yeah. or something it said uh, part of it burned down part of it burned down but there are absolutely no confirmed deaths anywhere in this school there is absolutely no truth to any of this. That's This was one we had to debunk. Uh, the reason it was abandoned was simply because they built the freaking highway 10 feet away from it. And, you yeah. know, it's, if you look, if you're there, uh, uh, we posted some video on uh, Erie, Florida, the, uh, our YouTube page not too long ago when we were there. You can, you can barely talk while you're standing there because the interstate sound is so loud and... Uh, you know, and it all it would take is a car accident, you know, flying off that, you know, guardrail and right down into the school. So it's just an unsafe place. Wow. Now they Can't were going to tear it. They were going to tear it down. They were 
buying it and it was going to be turned into apartment complexes. And what happened was uh, a historical team got in and said, no, we got to save this place. This is a uh, very rare architecture. It's a very rare thing. So now it is officially uh, protected. Uh, there's an organization that's trying to restore it. They're not sure exactly what they're ever going to do with it. Uh, it's never going to be a school, but they're hoping they can make it you know, something cool. Uh, I would love for them to make it into a haunted house. Like so many. I was going to say, turn it into Hellview too. Hell yeah. We'll mm-hmm. open up Hellview North. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, you know, so they do have, you know, you, it's no trespassing. Please don't go there. There are always videos of people, you know, breaking in to look at the crazy graffiti that was there for, you know, the 30 years it was abandoned. It was abandoned Mm -hmm. in the 70s. It's still abandoned, but there are only a select few people who are allowed on the property to, to clean it up and everything. So sad to disappoint. It's a crazy title and it's a really beautiful place to visit. But, uh, yeah, no, no real ghost story there. I don't know. It just seemed creepy, though, like to read like the thing where they were talking about like it could have inspired it or like they don't know the timeline. That's the part I hate. That's the worst part is that there really is no solid timeline on it, because at one point a Catholic school bought it and ran it for a little while. But there is no records Mm -hmm. of that. So there could have been something odd with that. Uh, And then and then at one point it was it just housed records. They just kept a lot of the county records in it. And uh, they don't know when that stopped and they don't know what happened to all the records that were kept there. So there's, there's a lot <sighs> of unusualness and there was a big fire, some transient set of fire and that's what collapsed the roof. And so that may have been, you know, the boiler explosion story. Uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of things. Cause that ties into the shining with the boiler exploding. Like, yep. wow. That could be just like a house of horrors. Like all it the is, bad stuff. It is an urban place. legend, uh, urban legendary place. And uh, again, just one of those things you drive by, uh, you know, in Jacksonville, I was like, yeah, we kind of got to put this in the book, even though that, that was one of the ones when we went through and we started researching it. We're like, OK, it's not real. We can't do anything with it. So we didn't put it in an eerie, but we've definitely put it in mm. freaky because it is still a freaky place to visit. Mm. And there are paranormal yeah. groups, paranormal groups go in there all the time and find weird stuff. So now, how does that like the paranormal people, like obviously, like. You know, we've seen The Conjuring, we've seen all that stuff. Like, how, like, just scientifically, not just, like, whether you think it's cool or not, like, how accurate are those machines or, like, what they pick up? Like, is it, like, is there truly a science? To, I, I'm assuming, like, you've been around these kind of people, so you would know. This yeah, I've done, a, I've done quite a few, you know, hunts with these people and, and things like that. And uh, they always kind of look at me weird because I'm never the... Oh, well, you've seen all this stuff. You've experienced all this stuff. Well, yeah, why aren't you, you know, into all this stuff? And I'm like, I I like to call it uh, preternatural, not supernatural. I like to think it's okay. something we don't understand yet, but we may someday. So like wanna... the air density changer thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like I've they'll be like, oh, the air drops. got thicker. I've seen temperature drops. I've seen temperature rises. I've seen, you know, I felt what they told me was a cold spot and it was crazy. Uh, you know, we've had some unusual situations. Uh, one that didn't make it into any of the books. We're kind of saving it. We're, we want to do a third book. That's nothing but ghosts. And so we've been kind of saving that. Uh, but there was an experience. Do you remember the Bellevue Biltmore uh, out on Clearwater beach? Do you remember that beautiful hotel that was there for a number of years? Uh, it's that almost, means. it was almost as amazing as the Don Cesar, you know, and had almost as dark a history uh, where for a while it was abandoned, for a while it was a hospital, for a while it was one of those old turn of the century, early Florida giant hotels. It's beautiful. Uh, they were closing it down in 2000 and I want to say 2008. They just tore it down about a year and a half ago. Uh, but they were, when they closed it completely down, they were going to, you know, close it off. They had a big party there and it was, um, they had people in costume wearing the old bellhop costumes and all that. Uh, you talk about something out of the shining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, so we went to it uh, because we were Hellview. We were wanting to, uh, you know, they were auctioning off a lot of the old stuff. We were like, Oh, we'll get some lamps. We'll get some creepy phones. You know, some, just some stuff we can throw in the haunted house. And uh, this, uh, one of the ghost hunting groups, local ghost hunting groups, I think it was spirits of Tampa Bay. St. Pete Paranormal Investigative Research Team, I think, uh, was there. And there was about four of us and about three of the research team just there. And because they wanted to see the ghost, they knew there was a ghost on the third floor. They knew there was a ghost on the fifth floor. 
And uh, we were, you know, we weren't sure we were going to get access to anywhere but this main lobby area. And at one point, uh, three of their group and two of ours break off and decide we're going to go up to the third floor. Just what the hell? What are they going to do? Kick us out? You know, uh, you know, so we got up on the third floor. And as soon as we get up on the third floor, uh, we open the door to the stairs because the elevators weren't working. We, we, we come out of the stairs and one of the bellhops in the costume comes out of one of the rooms and starts walking down the hall towards us. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, maybe they got stuff going on up here. This will be cool. So we walk down the hall, all of us, and about three of us, as the guy gets up to us, we all go, hey, how's it going? And the guy just, you know, nods and walks right past us. And we're all like, oh, that was weird. And then the other two who are with us go, who were you talking to? And we're like, what? And they're like, what, I would run the fuck out. I yeah, would well, run this- out. Just then, I- nope. Out the window. There well, goes what, Tom. What pissed us off was we're ghost hunters and paranormal enthusiasts. And none of us thought to take a picture because there were so many people in costumes and stuff. <laughs> Nobody thought it was anything unusual. It pisses me off to this day that that was my encounter with the unknown and I didn't do shit about it. So. What if they were just fucking with you? Like, what if they heard that's, this? And they, like, they, they're, they're like, like, oh, he still believes that. Like, no, what an that was idiot. Just we, were, we all turned around. And we're like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? He was gone. Yeah, nothing. And so, and they were like, what are you guys talking about? It was there. It was a bellhop. And I was like, you saw it. Yeah, you saw it. You saw it. We all described him. And yeah, the other two, no, no sight of him. So when people say, oh, I don't believe in ghosts. You know, I don't see them. I think they're right. I think some people just don't. And some people do. And it's one of those. Is it the brain wired? I, you know, I have epilepsy. Maybe, you know, some scratch in my brain. Let me see them. You know, uh, who knows? It's, it's, I have it's, eight concussions. Who knows the shit I see at the time? Exactly. <laughs> Your light blinking. And... Yeah. I smoke a lot of weed, so who knows what I see? <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, so two, two last ones real quick. And uh, we, we got to, yeah. I'll keep them we, short. Sorry. Okay. Um, I see towards the bottom of Florida, right above the Keys, um, there's like a big, I don't know, it's like a big circle. It looks like a maybe a lake, maybe or a yep. certain uh, rocks or something. Yep, that is the Miami, is the Miami Mystery Circle. Um, it's uh, was a big deal. They uh, they they were tearing. It's right at Biscayne Bay, right in downtown Miami. They were there was an old apartment building there from the 50s, and this big developer comes in, tear is tearing it down, and wants to put up giant sky rise condos. You know, like what Miami is 100 percent now, because this is the most beautiful. Mm-hmm beachfront property downtown miami this is going to be the apartment complex and all condos and just insane it's going to be beautiful they're tearing down this old 50s building so they do the archaeological dig you know it's required by law send somebody down there take a look at it uh you know they're expecting to find you know maybe some settler stuff you know you know a couple indian arrowheads you know because florida's not that old you know it's you know really you know so they they weren't expecting to find this they dig down and they find these basins and they're kind of curved and the architect for the new building is there and he's like hey this looks like an arc uh, and they're like wow okay and it's dug into the limestone bedrock and so then they he's like wait a minute if this is half of an arc then it's probably a circle so go you know and the architect does some quick math and figures out how far away the other end of the circle is and gets a, they get a forklift, you know, a big bulldozer thing, digger, and they dig on the other side and they find more and they realize it's a giant circle and it's, and they don't know how old it is. They, they can't figure it out. They can't figure out the purpose. Hmm. The Indians. But not like a crop circle, right? No, not like no, something this is, like that. This was dug out. It definitely was dug out. They couldn't figure out what it dug it out though. They also thought uh-huh. maybe it's something from that apartment, you know, that apartment building and all that. Uh, definitely not expecting to think. And there were all these little holes, tons of little holes all around it. Uh, and uh-huh. that made no sense. There was no pattern to them or anything. So they start investigating it. They start finding some, you know, Indian artifacts there. And they start realizing, okay, this is a lot older than we thought. This is a lot more significant than we thought. The, the of course, this is the classic. The developers moving in. They've spent ten million dollars. They're losing a million dollars a day. This thing isn't being built, so they're trying. Yeah, they're trying to get it 
shut down. They, they're, they're not going to pay for this guy's indefinite archaeological dig. Uh, mm-hmm. They bring in experts, and experts are kind of divided. Uh, you know, it, it's a septic system from the 1950s, you know, uh, you know the, the apartment it's this, building. It's this, it's that. It's yeah. this, it's that. They finally start figuring it out, and they realize the Tequesta Indians were a lot more advanced than we ever thought. And they had made tools out of, like, shark's teeth and stuff and were digging into the limestone. And these post holes were where they built – they thought, well, maybe this was like a big hearth, you know, a, a big meeting center. But all the other ones we've ever found are on the ground, and there's signs of fire where they would build fires in the middle. This had no signs of fires. That's when they realized that those holes were post holes. And they had lifted this thing off the ground because, hey, Florida, we flood. We get hurricanes. We get – all this stuff and that area floods quite often. So they were so smart they built this thing off the ground on uh, on stilts. And what this oh, was wow. is they would dig instead of having to redo the whole thing, they would dig another hole right next to one, put in a new plank, and then board it over. And you know, and take when the old one would rot. So then they suddenly start realizing all right, how long does it take to rot out a wooden plank in Florida heat? And they realized that this is probably the most continuously inhabited site in North America, 1600 years or more. And that they wow. stayed there for hundreds of years. And so, you know, there's a fight and it finally, the city of Miami pays $27 million to keep it. And they make it into a park and they had, they had to rebury it to keep it safe. They're still doing research on all the stuff they found in there. They realized they had a trade network that must've went all the way up to Ohio because they got basalt ax heads and other things like that, that don't grow in Florida. Wow, that's yeah. what we're doing now. We're selling yeah. stuff to Ohio all day. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, so Full circle again. Old, some of this stuff is going, yeah. Yep. It's mm-hmm. nuts. So there you go. There's, you know, almost became a condo is now, you know, one of the most significant historical findings in North America. Wow. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. All right. So here's the last one. Uh, this is one of the last ones that we had pulled up here. And, uh, of all the weird and freaky shit that goes down in Ebor, it shouldn't be surprising, but there's something about a haunted Cuban cafe or restaurant. Oh, uh, the Cuban Club. The uh, Cuban Club. The there's Cuban a shock. Club. Jay wants to talk about this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Cuban Club is listed as one of the top ten most haunted buildings in America by National si, Geographic. By National Geographic. <laughs> it is one of the craziest buildings what Ebor City, you know, all the uh, immigrant, you know, came, all the immigrant populations came over in Tampa and they all built their own clubs. There's the German club, there's the Italian club, and they would have all their artisans and all their skilled, you know, workers build these things. And they were basically, you know, just places for your family to go and all that and just, you know, be with, you know, your, you know, your own people. And of course they were trying to show off. They were yeah, trying it was to like Bronx Tale. Exactly. It was like, well, the Italian club's got to be better than the German club. Yeah, exactly. It's better. You know? so, well, the Cuban club was made, uh, you know, they, they, they pulled the, the, the three little pigs. They built the first one out of wood, and it burned down. So they learned from their mistake and quickly built, you know, the, the second one out of stone, and that's the one still there. And uh, it's beautiful. This architecture is amazing. It uh, has a theater up on the second floor. It's got a ballroom up on the top floor. And uh, they had a boxing ring outside where I think one of the first championship prize fights ever in Florida took place in this boxing ring. It's now a parking lot out there. Oh, my God. How hot would it be to fight in Florida? Oh, my gosh. Like an outside venue in the humidity. Like imagine if you had like an August 18th match out in the sun. So the the history of this place is pretty incredible. I mean, they they for basically 25 cents a month, you got unlimited access to their pool. Their bowling alley, their their restaurant upstairs, and all your family's prescriptions were filled. Your groceries were bought, all this ah. stuff. So they were like the first HMO, you know, in in the country. Really, it was this amazing okay. place. And uh, so over the years, uh, a lot of bad stuff happened there. Uh, quite a few there, deaths. Quite a few deaths. Uh, most famously, a actor playwright on the stage couldn't remember the words to his play. So he, he there, the rumor is he hung himself in the middle of his play 
but he actually shot himself in the middle of his play. Uh, that's commitment. That's commitment. You know, that's he should win like, an award. That's that's yeah. embarrassment. I don't know. Yeah, you know, with a bang. I can't all remember all those pussies in Hollywood now who are all in trouble for all this kind of stuff. Like that guy took his art seriously. Yeah, he wouldn't let that happen today. Um, a bride, of course, the classic. A bride fell on the stairs coming down and didn't get to her wedding. So you know, they're all these lucky ter- her. All these terrible <laughs> deaths. Uh, and of course, eight-year-old kid drowned yep, in the pool. Drowned in the pool. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the pool area is now where there's the the cantina. They have a you know where they have bands and they have all kinds of stuff. The workers in that cantina say they hear the kid in the morning sometimes screaming, and wow. you know and other crap. Uh, the uh, theater people see the actor, uh, particularly in the men's room. Outside the theater. Now, this is the creepy one. This is the one that got me. This one guy said... He doesn't wash his hands. That's the creepy part. That's the creepy part. This guy (laughs) was washing his hands after he had gone, and he sees the guy in the mirror (coughs) behind him, the classic. Sees the guy in the mirror behind him, and it's talking to him, telling him his tale of how he couldn't remember the words. and And he's saying it in Spanish. And then the guy walks up to the mirror, walks out of the mirror into the room with the guy, and then, you know, disappears. Now, the hairs on this guy's arm were standing on end when he's telling me this. And I'm like, that cannot. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Just creepy. And, of course, the bride is seen coming down the stairs. There's uh, There was a fight between two owners of the club at one point. Uh, they had a board that ran it. And two guys, one of them thought was embezzling and giving to the mob. And so he shot the other guy. And apparently you still hear gunfire in there. You know, even when the building's empty and you'll hear screams and, you know, and all that. So it's a creepy place. And That's what it was at the other hotel. Why the guy didn't pay attention. The bell, the bell dude didn't pay attention to you. He was a Spanish ghost, you idiot. Oh, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> How did you not know he was a Spanish ghost? <laughs> I, my thing is, is I still want to go out there because they haven't built what was going to replace it yet. So I'm going to kind of go out there and look up in the air and see if maybe about 30 feet in the air, we still see some guy walking down a hallway that's not there anymore. Yeah, the people have mm-hmm. heard the uh, elevators running by themselves. Yep. Uh, I'm looking at a picture that, you know, I Googled it while you were talking. And oh, yeah. Box 13, they've got a picture of uh, like this big window. Looks like it's up high. Yeah. And a big arching window. And they you can zoom. They have it zoomed in, and it looks like someone's looking back through, through the, the window. Through the window, Adam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's, that place is the stop of every Ebor City ghost tour. Every one of them mm. stops there. And if you. Is that uh, a big and, thing because they're Catholic? Like, I mean, I'm not just like making a generalization. Like, the majority of, you know, like. That Latino people I know a, are Catholic, and that's like, remember they see like the, the Virgin Mary in, in blueberry muffins, or like on the side of a church or something like that. Like it seems like more paranormal paranormal stuff happens with them because of that stuff. Like they see it that way. In our experience, it seems to be across the board, but it just does seem to be that you know because Christianity was so dominant for so long in this country that that does seem to be you know the predominant of the older sightings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, you know, it's that's always just, much scarier, too, when the majority of people can't understand it. So it's even yeah. scarier. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's some stuff from Freaky Florida. And there's more. And to when's come. that coming out? That's coming out again this September. This will be out. The last one came out September 6th. This one's coming out September 10th. Okay. And I'll be that's happy awesome. to come back on whatever the next iteration of this show is. And yeah. uh, and I'll open it and close it for you if you want. <laughs> yeah, that, there definitely shouldn't be a close on this one, but okay. yeah, we definitely will have you have you on. Definitely appreciate it. Yes, we've come full circle now. This the circle this the circle's complete. Yeah, the saga's yeah. over after eight. Maybe yeah. that's what Star Wars will do. Maybe after eighteen, like let's say you know we have these nine. Maybe they'll do three more trilogies and they'll consider it. That that's our omen. That's our frack. Uh, prediction slash curse just then is that star wars will end at 18 well my 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 series journey has ended as we discussed earlier 81 evil dead and now 2018 ash vs evil dead ending next week uh next sunday is are they going to give it a proper finale it was there apparently he wrote they wrote this one to give it a finale just in case because they they knew the writing was on the wall 
And uh, but they the thought they were going to three seasons though is amazing. Incredible the fact seasons, that they got three too. seasons for that, yeah. Incredible season. I love somebody posted recently uh, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes of Walking Dead and how first season was, just, was like. I was yeah, I saw say, you. I've got it pulled up. I've got I've got it pulled up on your page yeah. right now. I was going to bring it up. Yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, it was ninety six. Mind boggling. Yeah, ninety six percent approval for first season of Walking Dead. Ninety eight percent for Ash vs Evil Dead. Then I think it was like second season was like seventy percent, but Ash vs Evil Dead still in the nineties. Yeah, third season of Walking Dead got up into the eighties again. You know, getting a little better. Ash vs Evil Dead third season still like a ninety six percent actually got better, and yet it gets canceled. And then like every season after that, Walking Dead's like in the you know plummeting. Yeah, so. and, w- and it's it's terrible, absolutely terrible. I've me and my wife have officially retired to watch this last finale, and it, it was just trash. Rotten Tomatoes is turning is turning into the Billy Mitchell of video of like <laughs> the video game rating site or uh, nice. movie rating yeah. sites. It definitely yeah. is. It definitely is. It's uh, it's being revealed I, that they're. So I know you guys uh, did a big episode on Ready Player One, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and I just I wanted to say uh, throw in my two cents. As as one who read the book, as one yes. who lived in Middletown, Ohio, where the book was you know originally oh. talking about, in the seventies, I played the stupid Pac-Man machine that he writes about, where he got the extra life in the book. Mm. I played that Pac-Man machine and talked to Ernie Klein about it, and we geeked out about it for about five minutes as we talked about the old Aladdin's Castle arcade in Middletown Mall. Mm. Uh, but uh, where I first played Jairus, uh, we're gonna bring back to that. But uh, anyway, um, I wanted to say I thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it was great, uh, but a solid movie. And uh, again, this is kind of my feelings on the book. I thought the book was pretty good. Not great, but pretty solid. And I think the movie was the same thing. So there's my yeah, review. It was, it was fun. No, mm. it was fun. It was definitely worth seeing. It just mm. There were so many twists and turns in it. Or it's really pretty. That's the best review I can give of it. It's a really pretty movie to watch. I just I just wish Og had had a better part, just because I want Simon Pegg to do everything. So mm. I would have loved to have seen him be the, the, the great and powerful Og in the, the party scene when, when all the guys came crashing into the party. I wanted I wanted Og to just kick ass. Although it was pretty cool to see him in the Buckaroo Banzai outfit, my yeah. favorite movie you, of all time. When you get your movie made about your life, when you do the yeah. ghost part, yes. that's who should play the ghost. Yeah, I'll get Simon. Like Pegg that's coming down the, as the bellhop. That's <laughs> who should be it. <laughs> be Simon Pegg. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe Where, Ash, huh? And and Bruce Campbell wearing a Buckaroo Banzai outfit. There you go. <laughs> Well, maybe, you know, unfortunately it was canceled, but, you know, there's these, that little company, that upstart company called Netflix, you know, maybe oh, yeah? with all the up, uprising that uh, people are so upset, maybe petitions will get signed and shit, maybe yeah. Netflix will... Well, the, they're going to need new is, The first two seasons are on Netflix now, and that's where everybody's been watching it. And uh, uh, so, Stars was... You know, doesn't know, and Netflix doesn't really release numbers very often, so nobody knows how many people are actually watching it on Netflix. Because a lot of people didn't even realize Stars had it. What's, uh, Stars has been dropped from so many, you know, cable networks now, yeah. cable providers that uh, you know a lot of people. Well, because they're know, all doing their own. They're all doing like their Stars on Demand, their HBO stuff. Like, yeah. they're it's not going to be long that they're not even on cable anymore. I yeah. would imagine. Yep, well, that's good. That's good though. There's hope though. We yep. might be able to see Ash and Dana D on oh, the screen again. Oh huh? man! I heard. I heard. Her. I heard a rumor that someone on this podcast has never seen Ash versus Evil Dead. I, I, well, Tom and Mike don't like to watch anything. Oh, okay. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I've seen the. Fr- I watched the first two seasons of it. Yes, I have not watched it. I, I, ha- I have it queued up on my list, and now that I know it's done, you know, at least I know it's a full thing. Hail to the king, baby. Jay's all over. Have you ever noticed that, Mark? Jay's all yep. over your ass to be like, watch this, watch this. You got to watch this. You give him something, and it becomes, nah, son. Like, what was immediately. No, not, what was it back in the day, Jason? It was a middleman. Middleman on ABC Family. Every GameStop manager in the world was watching this show because it was so damn cool. It was like geek nirvana, man. This is it's amazing this show ever got made too. Again, everybody talks about Firefly being the one season wonder. I think Middleman was the one season wonder. If you haven't watched it, go queue it up right now. Get your nerd cred back. Every episode had a theme. Like there was one where they were investigating ghosts, and it was all every name, everything in it was like Ghostbusters references. Like the school was Reitman University. 
the you know the you know the hidden names they were using was you know Professor you know Dr. Vinkman and you know Professor Spangler, and it was just every, little things like that throughout every episode they would do, and it was just it was a lot of fun. It's based on a weird comic by uh, Jave Gorillo Max Rausch, uh, who later did Lost and later did a bunch of other stuff. But uh, it's a show, and I remember we were all trying to get Jason to watch this. We were all like, oh, my God, Jason, you have to watch this. It was so good. It was on Xbox. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I got the thing pulled up right here. Yep, I never yeah. watched it. Yep. yep. <laughs> and we never got Around it. Halloween, around it's Halloween, all- I was trying to get him to do a Chucky uh, oh. podcast about the new Chucky that came out. Oh, like yeah. they're right gonna after we finish talking about uh Robert, yeah, but, stuff, yeah. yeah, and I get Jay had that movie for a month. It was on Netflix immediately, yeah. and he could only make what did you make it thirty minutes in something like that? Something was like the that, best yeah. you could give me. Yeah. To Thanks. be fair, I think I only made it about an hour in before I fell asleep in that one. It's a shame. Oh man, it's Chucky. It's I gotta good. Watch it. It's good, but I just uh, it was. It's uh, gonna be a TV show. I think yeah. it's gonna be. Uh-huh. I forget. Like now, it's gonna be an episodic TV show. Like good for them, man. Yeah, at Spooky Empire, uh, their April event, uh, the Spooky Empire Retro, they had uh, the kid, uh, you know, who is all grown up now, and he's still he's gonna be in that show. Alex Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Alex Vincent. Yeah, he's amazing, and he's got he had uh, one of the screen used Chucky's with him, and that was pretty oh, good. that's so. creepy. That and I want to see Fiona Dorf and Jennifer. I mean, obviously, it would have been nicer if we could see Jennifer Tilly like five years ago doing this, but oh, now still. N- now that Chucky's in Fiona Dorf's body, that yeah, be yeah, really that's interesting. That'll be interesting. Because Brad, I mean, you got to wonder, like Brad Dorf's got to be what eighty yeah. something years old at this point, like 70, he's 80 years old. He's up there. He, He's not going to be, he can't be the voice of Chucky forever. Like, they need to get him in a studio and start recording, like, yeah, him just they're... going through an entire, uh, what do you call it, uh, dictionary. That's like, what just they, have him go through the entire that, thing. Uh, Harrison Ford and James Earl Jones and Carrie Fisher, I think, they, and Mark Hamill, they did all that to him years ago. Lucasfilm did. So that's why uh-huh. you know, everybody's like, oh, they're going to recast Carrie Fisher. And I'm like, well, that's how they were able to do Tarkin. You know, was they had most of them. They didn't have him, you know, Peter Cushing, but they used old footage from all his old movies to try to piece yeah. together the words. So it came out pretty good. Technology is crazy. Yep. It is. Do you see? It's going to be interesting. Go what, ahead. What's that? Bit, uh, uh, was it? Uh, it was. I think it was Jordan Peele did that thing where he was using Obama's face on a CGI thing and was saying some really crazy stuff. Showing how oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fake news could be a thing now. And it was like, oh, my God. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was insane. That is revolutionizing the porn industry right now. I might yeah, exactly. add in for everybody. <laughs> like They figured out a way to like perfectly <laughs> scan faces like onto other stuff. Like it's like I don't know if maybe they like maybe they film these girls with like a green mask on or something. But like they are almost perfect, like digital representations on the P- it's. Yeah. The day somebody invents a thing where you can, you know, like the Oasis and can and, and can have sex with Dana DeLorenzo or something like that and it'd be realistic, that's going to make crack look like nothing. No one will ever leave their house. No one will ever do anything ever again. Now, obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously you guys are both married. Like, I get it. I'm not, like, trying to soil any of that, but... Who would be your first person you would put on? Like, who would be your first girl that you would have on your robot? Like, oh easily, God. what what avatar would you immediately fall for? Oh, I know mine, that's... easy. I'll, I'll say mine first. Jenny McCarthy, by far and away. I love her. I think she is the sexiest thing. Jenny McCarthy, I, I gotta go. I gotta go nerd old school. It would be Louise Jameson as Leela from Doctor Who. So, complete with the loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> I have to Google that. <laughs> oh, you should go ahead. You'll be very pleased you did. <laughs> That's what we'll call it up then is Googling. Was, <laughs> like I Googling. just Googled off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know mine is definitely better than both of those put together. Mine there would have go. to be Yeah, yo, here we go. Mine would have to be from Dust Till Dawn somehow. Oh. Okay. Demon somehow so, now. Before no, after before, she be, the before, okay. before. Before. Okay. I'm before just making sure. Empire. Yeah. That is one of the sexiest scenes. Like that is a way to take a shot. She's not doing anything. I know she's like fifty now. Still. And now she she's she's it. another she one suing. Don't matter. Yeah. Don't matter. And we mean that very. What was that last one she was in? Yeah. yeah. What was that last one with Blake? Uh, Savages. 
She was awesome okay. in that. Uh, when she was the the drug yeah. leader. Okay. Yeah. With Blake Lively and stuff. I think it was an Oliver Stone movie or something. That was pretty good. Well, speaking of which, I'm gonna go watch the season finale of Westworld. Yes. So. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good one to talk about. That that show. Yes. Thanks else. for coming well, on, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Look forward to reading Thanks, it, guys. And uh, look forward to the next iteration. Let me know when to find it, where to find it, you, all that fun. Oh, you got it. And you guys, Erie, Florida, available now from all your local favorite uh, bookstores and online. And also and, Beach Bazaar. And Beach Bazaar. And yep. I still want to get down there and sign some copies for you. I'll, I'll go down in guerrilla style it. So what Neil yeah, Gaiman does. He, summer, goes into bookstores and he goes into bookstores, oh. finds his books, and signs them. So I'll do that. So. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, glad to. Awesome. So, all right. all right. Great. Until next time, Mark, we will talk with you soon. All right. See you guys. Uh, Have fun. All right, Mark. Take, take care. care. Later. And dun, 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 dun. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. Remember this day, man. It will be yours for all time. That's right. Now, say my name. Thank you.